0: The following podcast is sponsored by you. If you'd like to donate to help us continue providing the best VCU men's basketball podcast out there, please use the link in the show notes for this episode. Proceeds from your donations will be used to pay for hosting fees, which are the most expensive ongoing part of providing this show. Thank you in advance, and Go Rams! Welcome to Rams Rewind, a podcast that looks back at all of the action from VCU men's basketball. After each game, our host, George Templeton, talks live on Facebook with Ram fans and gives his take on the team's performance. And now, here's George.
1: VCU! 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 Didn't you just love hearing that one in the Robbins Center again? Oh, yes. It's hard to top that. If you're a VCU fan, hearing those chants in the Robbins Center, because once again, VCU has marched into that place, and this time, forget the score. They didn't just win convincingly. They smacked the Spiders from one end of that floor to the other. Pay no attention to the final score. It's just like the 79-70 for Duquesne in Richmond. This was a belting. This was a smacking. VCU got challenged, answered the challenge, We're dominant in the second half until the final couple minutes. What a great performance. Welcome to Rams Rewind. If you like what you hear, and I would hope you'd like what you hear tonight because we had a good time tonight watching this, give us a donation. Shoot us a little dinero like our friend Colleen Nash did with a very generous donation, and we really appreciate her and everybody that donates. Uh, There's a link. There's a PayPal link. In the description on all your podcast platforms, especially Podbean, and my goodness, I mean, as I said, ignore the last few minutes of the game because they they definitely lost lost the thread of a little bit there, and let and let Richmond get a bunch of points at the end. What a dominating performance in the second half, and there were just it's hard to find a place to start because there were so many great things that went on, especially. When the spiders made a push in this game. I'll start with the best with what is the best game Jameer Watkins has played in a VCU jersey. Fit Th- off the bench, 25 minutes, 15 points, 10 rebounds, two assists. I think he had a couple steals too. Let's see here. Let me see here. Two steals, two blocks. Just just tremendous. You know, makes all three of his free throws, makes a couple of big threes. One of those threes when when we were kind of kind of kind of starting to starting to flail a little bit. Big three-point play right after they cut it to four. Absolutely marvelous. Jameer Watkins, this is the player that we've been waiting to see. This is the player he was turning into before the injury. And we've seen flashes of it in some of these games. And in other games, it's been a struggle. What a terrific performance from Jameer Watkins. The best player on the floor. No question about it. The player of the game. And I'll tell you, Mike Urbanski, it looks like you're correct. He says switching curve for Jameer was the best coaching move Mike Rhodes has ever made. It's what it's looking like. Because, you know, Kern had some nice plays early and kind of got this team going a little bit. Um, and Jason Hutto, I understand because of the net win margin is, impor- is important. But look, it, it was it was seventy four fifty one, and VCU would put the backups in, and there was a few. There was a bit of drift there at the end. V- VCU, this was such a great performance. This was such a great performance. And and how about the old school defense, the defense that we're used to seeing? Number one, we get the long drought. Well we haven't had those for a long time, have we? So we get the basket. We get let's see here. We get the basket by doggone uh let's see here. There it is. Bigelow gets that dunk 5146. And that is at 1025. And we go all the way down to, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, We go all the way down to Jason Roach at 51 seconds left, making a three. That's – so that's – let's see. 1025 to 51 is nine minutes, and then 25 and nine is 934 without a basket for the Richmond Spiders. That's what we used to do. That's what we've been doing the last several years to team, just stifling them in the half court. This is another thing. It was like it was like going back to the future tonight. The best Mike the best version of the Mike Rhodes teams the last three, four years, have been one of the best teams in half court defensively in the country. You saw it tonight. If Richmond didn't get down the floor, beat the defense down the floor and set up and, and get an early get early offense, it wasn't happening for them tonight. VCU just stifled them absolutely stifled them. <clears throat> and and remember, Richmond actually was hot to start the second half. They were 8 for 12 to start the second half. They finish 3 for 16 to finish the game. And I mean and, and, and that's so that's so that's one thing that was typifying VCU. But there were so many little plays that just made the difference. You know, moments where they would help, where they would help and get the turnover. Moments when they passed up the worst shot to get the better shot. Jameer Watkins in the first half, early in the second half. He gets the ball hit out to him. And he's gonna, and he's thinking about taking a three, and it's not a good shot. And he makes a nice fake, drives in, he's got a perfect lane. Nobody comes to him layup. And there were so many like that. David Shriver in the first half, you know, had a nice shot fake, drove in and hit a little floater. The three was not was was going to be a bad shot, but that floater was the perfect shot, and he did it another time in this game. He did it another time in this game, and that was terrific. Um, and and Bradley Heath, yes, Duquesne was rock bottom. Duquesne was rock bottom. There's no question about it. They, and and. There must have been a lot of looking in the mirror. There must have been some frank conversations. There must have been some real tough conversations of practice after that. The, the team that they were before that ain't the team they are now. The team they are now, that's the team we like to see. That's a team that's defending. That's a team that's smart on offense. That's a team that that just that wears down the other team because they're they, because their pressure is so tough. That that it just you can't it is hard for you to breathe at times. And not we're not talking about havoc in the full court press and stuff, just the pressuring the ball up the floor, then really getting in your face in half court defense. It's it's unbelievable the transformation. And yes, Bruce Stevenson, team that is not playing hero bar, and yes, Chris Conway, that's the other thing. Beat them twice. We know what happened in the tournament. The less said, the better. This was a team that was serious about it from the get-go. There wasn't any overconfidence. There wasn't any, oh, this is just another game. These guys had the eye of the tiger from the start, and they treated this game like it was a rivalry game. And I'll be honest, it's funny to say that because there's so many new players on Richmond that I'm not sure the Richmond players really got how serious and important this was tonight. And I think they, I, I, think as best as Mooney could, he probably tried to prepare him for, you know, this team's going to be right in your butt from the get-go. But you look at this roster, Burton, Grace, and Gustafson were here last year. The rest of these guys are new to this. And they were not ready for it. And VCU was ready for it. And treated this game like a rivalry. Treated this game like we all wanted them to treat it. So proud of that. Made their first fourteen free throws in the game, you know, and that look—if they'd have had one of those nights at the foul line, this game could have been a lot closer, or Richmond could have even been ahead when they made that push. But they weren't, and that was the—and the free throw shooting was critical to that. VCU again almost ends up fifty percent, forty-seven percent from the field, twenty-six to fifty-five. Probably took a few more threes than I would have liked. But they end up 8 of 22, and they're nearly 50% in the second half from three. That just just critical plays all over the place. And if I'm not mistaken, they're nearly six. They're nearly 50%. Oh, yeah, Shriver did make a couple. Yeah, Shriver had some big threes. Here's the other thing. Five Rams in double figures. Watkins, 15. Baldwin, 14. Nun, 11. Johns, 12. Shriver, 10. And it's funny. Jaden Nunn, that seems like the quietest eleven points you could ever imagine. But again, smart decisions, taking really good shots. Same thing with Shriver. I mean, really seriously, this this was this is this is the performance. These are the kind of performances we're dreaming of. And thirteen assists on twenty six made baskets. That's what you're looking for. And without a bunch of raggedy turnovers at the end when the game was over. They would have had a halfway decent turnover number. They end up with 18, um, but that in no way reflects how they were playing tonight. Uh, they weren't turning it over that much until the very end when the game was over. But look at this. Baldwin, five assists. DeLoach, two. Nunn, one. Kern, one. Johns, one. Watkins, two. Jackson, one. So, again, we're talking, what is that, six players, seven players, I think. One, two, three, four. Seven players with assists tonight. That's – the best version of VCU. Everybody's pitching in. Here's another thing. We didn't even hardly talk about it during the game thread. VCU plus 10 on rebounds. Plus 10. Plus 3 on the offensive boards. Plus 8 on second chance points. Tremendous. And and Daniel Carter, you and somebody else mentioned it. Absolutely right. The doggone bench, bench tonight played great. But, of course, Watkins... Watkins is out. almost half of those points. Heck, Watkins nearly outscored the Richmond bench by itself. Richmond's bench had 19, Watkins had 15. Oh, my goodness. There, there, there were just so many, there were so many great plays, defensively, offensively, that have just typified how we want uh, this team to play. And I'm very happy to hear that, Darren Grimes. Darren Grimes was at the game tonight and got out of the arena without getting into a fight. Granted, it is Richmond – what were they going to do? Hit you with their Burberry scarf? You know, I, I mean, he's got most of these folks are from, most of the Richmond Richmond students are from New York. What were they going to do? You know, throw a throw a Zima bottle at you or something? I don't know. Um, and, and here's the other thing. It's like BCU, they could have gotten in trouble because they put Richmond in the bonus early and they could have even put him in the double bonus. In the end, Richmond only gets four more foul shots. They do end up. Uh, winning, winning the points battle at the foul line, but only by three. And, again, VCU so dominant in the second half until the very end. I, I just really seriously, to come into their place, especially after the way they smacked us around in Washington, D.C. at that tournament. And we, we, we sort of – I, I mean, that early part of the game, I can't say we were playing bad, but we weren't taking advantage of them playing bad. Uh, if that makes any sense, and then all of a sudden, without any real flashy plays or whatever, pull away to a ten-point lead, uh, in, the, in, in at halftime, and then we took the one really good shot they had, we took it, and we didn't go down to the canvas, and we battled, we responded back. Watkins, the three-point play. Oh gosh, there were so many good things to Zeb Jack. How about you know Zeb Jackson? One of those assists where he passes up. Passes up a shot for himself, and I think he gets it to Johns, and Johns lays it, in. it's an easy layup. Oh, there were just so many plays, and, I'll, and I'll let me call out Jalen Deloach again. Jalen Deloach only has two points tonight, but he's battling with big old Quinn and Grace, and it's tough. But he was, he was, he was battling hard. I again, I wish we would get him the ball more and reward him when he when he plays well. But golly Moses, Jalen Deloach, he is. He he is going to war down there, and he is fighting hard down there, and I just I absolutely love the kid. Six boards tonight, two assists. So, again, you know, one of the great things about this team in general, but especially this year, and this is, again, Galen Deloach is kind of like Vince Williams in this regard. Okay, he's not scoring. I'm going to find another way to help. Well, that's what Deloach does. He gets six boards. He gets two assists. He gets a block. You know that that is tremendous. That is tremendous from VCU, and that's a tremendous. And again, their mentality since that Duquesne game has been so good. They have they have played they have played with a more a little more ferocity, but they've been in control. Rarely have you seen them out of control. We used to complain all the time about them getting charges on brakes and things like that. And they're still making a few bad decisions on the brakes and those kinds of things. But they're under so much more control than they've been in, in recent years, recent weeks, and it's been just terrific. Uh, yes, Bradley Heath, you're absolutely right about Zeb Jackson. His future is really bright. And, I mean, again, not that Rhodes will do it, but I do want to see – us try to give Baldwin a little more rest here and there because Jackson can run this offense. Um, yeah, Zeb does not think about himself and his stats. He is a team player. That's absolutely right about Zeb Jackson. That is absolutely correct. Um, and and he's you know there were so few examples of this team not doing what they were supposed to. Really, the only one, really the only time I got really upset was the whole thing with Watkins. You know, gets trapped on the baseline and nobody comes to help him, but that was rare. You know, great ball movement by the players, especially off the ball. And I'll tell you something, Baldwin. It's funny. There were there were two or three times tonight where I thought he was about to turn it over, and he either got up a shot and somehow made it, or he somehow got the pass to somebody and uh, and and got an assist when it looked like he was going to turn it over. By the way, I'm looking now that they've fixed the live scoring. So VCU until the last 122 only had 14 turnovers. So they had four turnovers in the last 122 when the game was decided. So, again, their turnover number isn't going to improve, but they were really good on that for most of the night, and and that needs to be said. And what also needs to be said, remember, people are going to sit here and say, oh, it's only Richmond. You know, Richmond's not as good as last year. Richmond could have tied us in the standings tonight could have tied us in the standings tonight had they won. So this was a big game. This was a huge game for VCU and and they stepped up to the challenge and met it and I and I'm just so pleased with how they played. And and Ben Brown, yeah, Kern Kern is Kern is somebody who's going to who's going to disrupt that other team but he's going to give us a jolt. And I and I really felt like, you know, in that first in that first part of the game he he gave, he gave us some juice. He absolutely gave us some juice. And we usually have it off the bench. And Watkins has adjusted really well. And, again, you get a double-double coming off the bench. You get a double-double in 25 minutes. You have had a really good night. And Watkins, I mean, I, he ought to come out of this game super confident in what he's doing because, you know, he was getting to the right spots. And, gosh, you know, he has 15 points. And he had a three-pointer that somehow went in and out, but that one of the plays that typified this game, Brandon Johns rips the ball away from Matt Grace, just takes it, just just takes it right out of his hands and puts it back in, and I that was just oh, I was just screaming, I was so pleased, I was so happy about that, and and you know this is this is the team we always this is the kind of team we want to see, and and I look, I I'm still a, I'm still of the notion that an at-large bid is. Not a possibility, really, unfortunately. But I'll tell you this. If the if this team can keep this level throughout conference play, they're going to put up a really gaudy conference record. It's not out of the realm of possibility if they keep playing like this that they could go 15-3, something like that. And, you know, as, as Bruce, I think as Bruce who pointed it out, this is 10 wins out of 11. If this team gets to a 15-3 or better they're going to be on one hell of a streak to finish the season. And hopefully the committee will look at that. And hopefully the committee will look at, you know, Ace Baldwin's absences and maybe cut us a little slack. I don't know. We'll see. But that's what this team is capable of. I said it after the Massachusetts game, and I'll say it again tonight. When they went 16-2 and in the conference, this is how they were playing almost every night. This is how almost they was how they were playing almost every night. And and that team, I don't think had a night like the one at Duquesne that was really awful. But whatever happened after that, it is it is it is uh, it, it's been a tremendous turnaround. This is the this team looks like the genuine article, and they looked like the finished article in the spots. And of course, there's a long way to go. Six and one is great, but when you have eighteen games in a conference season, you got work to do, obviously. But I, I mean, this, this is the kind of team. Uh, this, this, I couldn't wait for this game. I could not wait to see this game because when they're playing like this, you just it's take it feels like forever to get to the next game because you want to see a team like this because it is so much fun to watch a team play like this and a team play, you know, mentally, mentally right, physically right. And, and aggressive but not over-aggressive. The right, you know, under control, all those things. The next game, Bradley Heath, is kind of our bugaboo game. It's Wednesday, and it's George Mason at home, and we know what's happened against George Mason at home. They have been a real thorn in this team's side in the Rhodes era. Not up there. Up there we've done very well, but at the Siegel Center, they've got us a few times. And, and it's a big game for them. It's a, they, they Even if we don't view it as a rivalry, they do. And that's the thing is I, I'd have the same message towards the new guys as I had tonight. You're playing Richmond. It's a rivalry. You need to have that mindset. Well, you need to have that mindset here because we may not view it as a rivalry with Mason, but they do. They do. And they're going to play like it, and they're going to come come hard right at us And we better be ready for that because for whatever reason we go up to Fairfax and we play them great and beat their, and oftentimes beat their brains in, but at the Seagull center, it's been a, it's been a different kettle of fish altogether. So, but this team's got momentum. This team has got momentum. They are playing so well. They are playing their best basketball of the season without a doubt. And of course, You know they'll be that worry about oh maybe you're gonna peak too early and all this other stuff. You know we'll we'll cross those bridges when we come to them. Right now, this is the kind of play we want to see. And look at this stretch of games coming up. We better be ready because Richmond was the first of it. Mason at home, Saint Bonaventure at home, Davidson on the road, Saint Louis on the road, Dayton at home. That is five really tough games following a pretty big rivalry game. And this middle five games, this this could be where we really grab control of this conference or we kind of get pulled back. I'm very happy because, again, standings-wise, not just being top of the conference, at least until tomorrow, until whatever Dayton does and, and, and St. Louis does, but the fact is we're starting to pull away from the pack in terms of getting that top four spot, and that's crucial because, again – as of right now, until the facts change, it is all about the conference tournament. And getting that double buy. gives you the best chance to win. Even though that's not our history, it does give you the best chance to win. So, Wednesday, 7 p.m., I will probably be working. I haven't gotten my schedule yet, but I will probably be working. So, hopefully, get home in time uh, to, to uh, watch it with you guys. Let's see here. It's ESPN Plus. Oh, and shout-out to ESPN because the game was on ESPN too, but it was also on ESPN Plus, which helped me out tremendously tonight. So shout-out ESPN for that. But Wednesday, I'm going to be crossing my fingers and toes and working as hard as I can to hopefully get home so that I can be here, watch the game with you, do this live video in the Good and the Bad and the Youngly group. And for those of you out there listening in podcast land, if you're not a part of the good and badly and ugly group, please join us. VCU Sports: Good, the and the Ugly. Game threads are a lot of fun, especially when this team's playing well. You know, we keep an eye on the rest of the conference. We keep an eye on our non-conference opponents. VCU by the numbers in the middle of the week, uh, and it'll be and it'll actually be uh, it'll be Thursday next week because we play Wednesday night, so it'll be Thursday, maybe Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening, depending on what what the schedule looks like. But, man, what a what a fun team this is to watch and what a fun thing it is to watch this team play when they're playing like this. It really is – it's chef's kiss. It's fantastic. And, once again, VCU fans turning up in the Robbins Center. which was funny because the TV announcer was like, oh, there, there's not that many VCU fans in here like normal. You sure as hell heard them at the end, didn't you? You sure as hell heard them. Again, Bruce, four of those turnovers came in the last 82 seconds when the game was over. So really, as, as if, we're, if we're going to talk about when the game was on the line, turnovers weren't that big a problem at all. They weren't. Four turnovers in the last 82 seconds, the game was long over. When this game was a contest, VCU wasn't turning it over, and Richmond was. So pay, pay no attention to that turnover number. Just like pay no attention to the fact that it was a 12-point win because it was, let's see here, Let's see here. I think with like three minutes to go, it was a 21-point lead. I'm going to go to play-by-play. I mean, this this sucker was long over, long, long, long over. Um, and and Richmond got a bunch of empty calories at the end. Uh, uh, here, let's see here. It was 74. I think it was, I want to say it was 74-51, 71-51 with 3:16 left. Yeah, it was 70, It was 74-53 with 1:22 left. When, when, uh, when Zeb put the cherry on top with a three. So pay no attention to that turnover and over and pay no attention to the fact that it ended up a 12-point win. This, this, was, all v- this was all VCU until the last 82 seconds of the game. So that's it. That's Rams Rewind. I want to thank everybody in the game thread for their comments because that's always fun. Thank all of you in this post-game video for your comments. I really appreciate it. Uh, Wednesday night, Mason – Cross my fingers and toes that I'll that I can get home from work in time uh, to see it because uh, I think I'll probably be I, I think I'm going to end up working Wednesday so uh, so that's what's going on there. Thank you all for listening out in Podcast Land again. If you like what you hear, shoot us some dinero. There's a link to PayPal in the in the podcast. Have a good night, good day, everybody. Talk to you next time.
0: To submit a question for George to answer in an upcoming episode or to inquire about sponsorship opportunities for this podcast, please email ramsrewind at gmail.com. We'll be back after the next game, and thanks for listening to this episode of Rams Rewind.